You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Chris Bechevace joins us from Stones Live, the official radio station of Maidstone United Football Club. Chris, thanks for taking the time to join us across New Zealand. How much anticipation is there ahead of Maidstone's first ever FA Cup third round tie? Yeah, there is a lot of anticipation. It's it's great. Um, it's not strictly true. It's not our first one. There's an argument to say because the club reformed in 1992 uh, almost straight away, but you can say the fan base is the same. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, absolutely fantastic. You know, um, fans that have been um, following Maystone for many years haven't seen an FA Cup third round tie since 1988. Um, Funny enough, we had two years running, two, three years, uh, two op- op- occasions in three years where we reached the third round. 1986, we played Watford at Vicarage Road. And then 1988, we played Sheffield United at Bramall Lane, losing both matches. So the Sheffield one was actually very close, only bit as 1-0. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's tremendous and we can't wait. As I, of course, there's a lot of new fans, younger fans that haven't experienced it before. So it's great. Yeah, so tell us about the the reformation of the club in 1992, because as you say, there was uh, it was almost like pre 92 and post 92. So just tell us the situation behind that. Well, one of my colleagues has written quite a quite an extensive book on the whole thing. Uh, it's quite a long story, but yeah, essentially um, the the owner then he wanted to he was desperate to get into the football league. Um, at the time, we were non-league. We were in a level that we're above where we are now and uh he sold the ground um he sold our ground in the center of maidstone and went to ground share at dartford which is probably about 10 miles up the motorway and uh we were there for the first season we were there of course he had all this extra money so he got lots of nice players in and we won and got into the football league but then a couple of years later that was, that was 1989 um 1992 uh, they applied for the local council for planning permission to build a new stadium in Maidstone, and it was rejected. Um, and the club essentially went bust after that. And uh, uh, funny enough, I had moved away by then. I'd moved away to May- from away from Maidstone by then, and I didn't realise. But the youth team carried on. Youth team carried on under the name Maidstone Invicta, and uh, was only and that grew and grew, and then eventually. It wasn't until about 1998, 99, they won the rights to call themselves Maystone United again. So there's an argument to say this is actually the same club now. Um, and we were ground sharing for years and years. And then 2012, we finally uh, got, well, 2010, we got new owners who have invested in the club immensely. And we've built a brand new stadium with a 3G pitch and... Yeah, so that, that's where we are now. So we're, we're on the way back. And uh, I guess the aim is to get back into the EFL. I was going to ask that, Chris. Is that the ambition of the owners, to to be a football league club again? I think so. Certainly National League, uh, the, the main National League, which is just below the EFL. Yeah, certainly. Um, but but uh, long term, I think, yeah, EFL definitely. But um, I get a feeling the owners are probably going to be looking for other investors to come on board if we're going to do that, because I think they might be struggling. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, definitely the ambition, um, certainly League Two, um, say the club's never been higher than that. So so uh, that would be great. 
Well, let's focus on this weekend uh, in the first place. Even to get to the first round, there were a number of qualification rounds. Uh, in the second round, um, you came from behind to beat Barrow. They're fourth in League Two, so doing really well in League Two. Um, that was at home. Uh, how big an occasion was that? It was fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they were on a winning... I think they've won their previous seven games coming into that game. And, uh, yeah, to, to beat them, I mean, it was a bit out of the bit. I mean, you've probably seen the goal. It's been, it's been, it's gone viral on YouTube, I think. And, um, people seeing, uh, Bivesh Garung, um, you know, scoring from about 25 yards into the top corner. Um, amazing. Uh, came out of the blue actually, because Barrow were really coming back into the match and it was one all at that time. And I think it was about, um, 15 minutes to go, something like that. And uh, he just <laughs> hit it so sweetly and it just went through a sea of players and into the top corner. Fantastic goal. And um, yeah, it was that, that was amazing. Um, bit unexpected, uh, obviously, because uh, we were expecting them doing so well to uh, to win easily, but it wasn't the case. So into the third round you go, into the hat with 63 other teams, uh, including all of the Premier League sides. The way it's done, just to explain it to our listeners, is the first team drawn out as the home team, and then the next team is the team they'll face. Uh, when uh, Maidstone United came out first, home game, fantastic, were you hoping for a Premier League side to come out? Yeah, but to be fair, I think most of the Premier League sides have already been drawn out by then. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a question of, um, you know, who... Which do we want of the rest? You know, um, there were one or two still in. I think Birmingham was still in there and uh, Leeds, I think, was still in there. But, um, you know, apart from those, it was, well, you know, it's all right, I suppose. Something. So, Stevenage, um, so flip that over. Do you believe that you're a chance against a team like Stevenage? Well, you never know. I mean, Barrow about were fourth in League Two. Uh, Stevenage, I think they're just outside the playoffs in League One. Um, on a great run. To give you an idea, I saw a tweet from them yesterday from their club that said that they had returned three players to their parent clubs, which were Manchester United, West Ham, and um, one other Premier League side. I can't remember which one it was, uh, because they couldn't get in the side at the moment, which is rather worried. So, um, yeah, so it's a different proposition, I think, this time. We have played Stevenage before in the FA Cup, though, 2014. We played them at home in a replay and beat them 2-1. They were League 2 then, though, and um, a different proposition. But we're in, in, we're really eagerly looking forward to it. They've got one of our ex-players playing for them as well, Dan Sweeney, who's a centre-back, played for us back in 2014 when we uh, won the playoff final to get to the National League. Um, so we're looking forward to that. He's a he's a good player, good solid player. So, you know, but um, but yeah, it's absolutely fair. It's an absolute sellout, and we've got a capacity of just over four thousand. That's all. Um, and I've, I saw a tweet today from the club saying that they're issuing out wristbands to the first first come first serve basis uh, for those that want to go on the terrace behind the goal because they have to limit the number of supporters behind the goal for safety reasons. So that's just so you're going to have loads of people getting down there for ten thirty in the morning because it's a it's a twelve thirty kickoff. So uh, that should be interesting. Oh, brilliant stuff. And the players at Maidstone United uh, are they all part timers or are there some full time pros there? Yeah, they they train full time. So yeah, they haven't got other jobs. So they they are they are full timers. I mean, you know, they it, when when we got promoted to the national league a few years ago. 
know, the, the club decided that was the way it had to be. If we're going to have a fighting chance of staying in the league, that wasn't the case. We came back down a couple of seasons later, but they decided to stick with the full-time um, sort of way of working. And, um, and yeah, it seems to have worked. Um, yeah, and a lot of it, it means that we can attract players, obviously, from to come down from a higher level as well, because they're still effectively uh, in full-time employment with the club. Um, and, uh, of course, we've got George Adekobi, our manager, who played for Wolves uh, as well. So, you know, he's got a lot of experience at the top level, play for Cameroon as well. So, yeah, um, it's going to be great. And we're, we're thoroughly looking forward to it. Yeah, special day coming. All right, Chris, give us a prediction. You can you feel feel free to wear an eye patch. Be very one-eyed here. Are you going through to the fourth round? I would love to say uh, 2-1 to us. Uh, but what I think is going to happen is it's going to be a draw and we're going to end up going up there and get thrashed. But uh, well, we'll see how we get on. <laughs> Chris, it's been great to get you uh, on the show across New Zealand. Uh, who knows, we may even have a few Maidstone United fans across our country who no doubt will get in touch. All the best to uh, to you and the rest of the Maidstone United fan base for this game against Stevenage. And, uh, well, we all hope uh, that uh, you are in that fourth round hat when the draw is made. Thanks for your time. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.